I'm joined by Francesco Mino, co-founder and CMO of Crique Food. Thank you so much for joining me, Francesco. Hi, Daniel. Good morning. I'm Good. very happy to be here with you and to have a little discussion together today. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be very interesting and a, a lot of fun. So can you pre please briefly describe what Crique Food is and what you do? Yeah. So what we do exactly is, is just we are making some insect-based savory snacks and uh, they are a different and a new type of healthy snacks. So our idea is to do some healthy snacks. What we do is we transform basically some traditional snacks like crackers into, let's say, uh, superpower snacks uh, in which you get uh, a lot of protein, vitamins, and minerals. So we use a cricket powder. This is what we do briefly. Yes, and this is why I am so interested in learning more about what you do because, like you said, it's insect-based, savory snacks, and you use cricket powder. I, I imagine um, I imagine most of the time when you tell people what cricket food is and what you do, you get very interesting looks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's exactly like that. I have to say, actually, that is, it has been changing quite a lot in the last years so really? let's say yeah uh, like for example we also trade as the borough market in london and okay. borough market in london is a huge market and like thousands of people every day not right now but yeah. used to pass by so it's where you get uh, uh, a lot of uh, face expression from from the people, and I have to say that in the last two years it has changed quite a lot also there. Mm, ju maybe just not not because of of us, of course. It's not because the, they are passing by and saying, uh, "Oh, that's cricket, I know them." But mm, just edible insects is something is getting a little bit more popular. So I guess people now have uh, a different understanding. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I mean, I, I live in London and um, I've never, I've been to Borough Market many times. I, I don't think I've seen you there before. I'll have to take a, I'll, I'll keep an eye out next time. Yeah, I no, I mean, we are not, uh, um, we, we are just there for uh, some, some weeks. And so it's, it's never more than one week in a row. So we are not the permanent one. So the permanent is, is they are just there all the years log. We are there just a few weeks in a year. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So also because it's tough life to be there. That's that's time I was there it was in February. Oh it man. It's cold. Yeah. I mean, cold, you, windy, yeah. no, but it's, it's beautiful because you get in contact with really hundreds to thousands of people, but still, I mean, you have to wake up very early to stay there, standing up all the day log. It's not an easy job. No, it's exhausting. When you come home, your back hurts, your legs hurt. Yeah. 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 I, I, I've done things like that. It's tough work. Um, so as far as insect-based, why, I mean, why, why insects? Why crickets? What is, um, what, what's the thought behind this? It's, it's a bit unique, I would say, as far as um, savory snacks go. Uh, so where does it, what's the, what's the thinking behind that? Yeah. So actually, I mean, 
what we do and we do cricket crackers is something we only do but at the same time we are not the only brand in the edible insect sector and not okay. even the only actor so it's something way more way bigger than what we are doing mm -hmm. so the idea is just that actually insect edible insect could could be a very good source of food and a very good source of protein not just good in terms of uh, they are nutritionally balanced and they are high in protein vitamins and, and minerals but at the same time they are way more sustainable than actually all the other kind of uh, protein that mm -hmm. that we usually consume in our diet so uh, in the west this is the main point so the main point is in the west is is that edible insect could be another sustainable source of source of food and source of protein in the rest of the world is just a, a traditional food so it's something have always been rare has have always been considered as food so it's just one of the endless number of different food we have so what we hope is that in the future also for us could be something like that but at the very moment it's difficult because it's, we are not used to to see insect as a, a different form of food so what we think is it would be better to to do some snacks that is an easier way so yeah is sustainability just consuming a few resources a few natural resources like uh, water land not emitting a lot of greenhouse gases this is the main point this is the main point for us yeah i think that's um it, that's a really interesting point it's um and I, as i was reading about this uh, i was really surprised in in terms of water land emissions like you just said some interesting stats that i i read is in terms of water to produce 100 grams of beef you need about 2200 liters yeah so when we when we started everything this is one of the numbers that uh, gave us the um, the idea to start something to have uh, some other sustainable way to get uh, our proteins and at the same time what was very strong is that also all the work f AO is doing and has been doing in the last uh, 10 to 20 years in promoting edible insects. So they did a lot of research, a lot of reports that are exactly the reports that me Eduardo, Eduardo is the other co-founder with other guys, but me and Eduardo, we, we had the, the, the very first idea. Um, is what we were reading and starting from that, we decided we want to to give our whole uh, shape to the movement. So, so starting cricket that at the time was not even called cricket, but this is another story. So yes, this is a very important point. Uh, it's very important because usually we are not aware of that. So we are not aware of the amount of natural resources. And in these cases of water. So we are, as you said, we are talking about 20, thousand liters of water to do one kilo of beef or two thousand for do 100 grand that is a lot it's like having a shower for two days wow. <laughs> something like that and 100 grams of beef is not very much 
Yeah, it's not very much. So what is very important to be successful is, is also this, that you just need a few resources to have a complete protein because actually like crickets, they do have a complete protein. So some kind of digital protein are not complete, but animal protein are complete. Right. This is another point that is still is very important. And on land as well, as you can imagine, big mammals as cows, they need a huge amount of land to be raised. But the point is also that we, I mean, the point for me and for Eduardo and for Grique is also that at, at, at this moment, we are consuming too much of these non-unsustainable protein. So I think also this is another point. So let's think about a world where we're not consuming that much of meat. It would be more sustainable or having other kind of mm, other kind of choices and other kind of alternatives could just better our diet and and our our footprint as well. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And so the way you're doing it is, as you said at the beginning, these are savory snacks, insect based. Yeah. So what, what, what exactly is cricket powder? Yeah. So a cricket powder actually is just a powder or a flour. And what you do is that you milled the, the crickets into a powder. So actually there are different processes that you are doing because you have to keep in mind that crickets are not collected from the wild, but of course they are farmed and also they are farmed specifically for human consumption. Okay. And actually there is a, a lot of regulation on that. And like the powder or the flour that we are buying they, the producer, they have even a BRC certification mm. that is the high standard of certification in food production. So it's something it's very controlled. So what you do usually, but it, it really depends. No, it's not like it really depends, but it could also depend on the cricket farmer and the processing they are doing. Uh, with the cricket, but usually what you what you do is you kill them just lowering the the temperature of where they are living because crickets being cold-blooded animal they need hot temperature to live ideally and to live at at their best. So lowering the the temperature is the way you kill them. So let's say I know. It could sound ridiculous, but at the same time, it's like that. It's kind of a soft killings. And after that, usually you you boil them, and uh, you you could like mm, microwave them. That, that is just you dry them. I mean, you can do different way, but you dry them. And after that, that once they are dry, you mill them into powder. And the powder you have. You can think about uh, a whole grain powder, so the, the color is light brown. And you can use that 
as an, another type of, of flour of, or powder. So mixing it with other ingredients. Just the point is that it's extremely high in complete protein. So it could have up to 76% of protein. And, and also is high in vitamin B12 and, it, and it's also high in several minerals. So basically it's like protein and some good fats without carbohydrates. Yeah. So, I mean, can you use it? Can you use that uh, powder as like a protein powder in a smoothie? Yeah, you can also do that. Huh. You can also also just adding to a, to, a, to a shake, to a smoothie. Huh. That's amazing. Yeah, so, this is an, another way. So you, so you get this, so you get the powder. Where are the, um, where are these farmers? So the farmers, I mean, uh, not all of them, because some of them, of course, are here in Europe as well, and it's also getting bigger, and there are more farms right now, so they are developing new technologies and doing a lot of innovation, so it's something it will uh, grow in the next years for sure. But now the powder we have is um, the farms are in Thailand. I see. So actually the the business partner is partner is is English. It's, okay. it's from uh, from the UK. It's a UK company, but just uh, the the farms are in Thailand, and there are many reasons for that. One of those is that actually not just in Thailand, but any country has this kind of weather is where they, they ideally grow because they need hot weather. At the same time, so in Thailand, there are more than 10,000 cricket farmers. So they have a lot of knowledge. They have a lot of expertise. So they know how to do that. That is not easy. Mm. It's not easy at all. And it's not very automatized at the moment, so it's still people doing this. And so the quality of the product is very, very high, it's very, very good. And these are some of the reasons why we decided to go for, for these producers instead of another one. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned Thailand. I um, When I was reading about uh, cricket cr- crackers. I was thinking uh, because you you mentioned on your website that two billion people around the world eat edible insects, and the only experience I have with that, I don't think I've actually ever eaten an edible insect. Is <laughs> um, I remember I was in Thailand, like you said, and we were we were walking somewhere. I, I believe this was in Bangkok, and I just saw a little um, a street vendor, like a trolley. The kind that you would see, at least in, in Europe, selling ice cream. It had a little umbrella and uh, it just looked like a little trolley. And, and as we got closer to it, we realized that the person behind the, the little trolley was actually selling uh, either crickets or grasshoppers. And they were, they were, I think, roasted. And you would just buy a cone of crickets and <laughs> you just pop them in your mouth. We did not do that. And we were, I was shocked and dumbfounded i could not believe it (laughs) um clearly that's it's a completely normal thing like you said but coming from a western country i mean at the time i I was living in the u.s it was it it was very different um so it makes sense in thailand that that's 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 where it is 
Yeah, 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 exactly. So where is traditional, of course, is something if, for the people living there, something just usual, but for us is something like shocking yeah. at, the, at the very first time, because I mean, I also didn't spend all my life eating edible insects. I, I also didn't know anything about that. So I, I realized that there was this huge world just waiting for also, also for us to be yeah. discovered. But yeah, and, I mean, the, the, first, uh, the very first uh, experience you have usually is it's kind of shocking because you're not used to that. But after that, you just realize it's, it's, it's nothing that, that's special in terms of uh, you, you don't understand why there is a taboo yeah on these yeah that's a good point when was the first time you tried an edible insect yeah also for me it was in thailand actually okay because i was on a trip with with a friend of mine and we spent more than one month so we were going all around so so i mean i had uh, several uh chance to <laughs> to try them <laughs> But what is amazing is that being a traditional food, it means that it's spread all around the world. So it's, we are talking about Thailand, but like a few days ago, no, yesterday, um, I was talking with a Mexican guy and he was telling me about all the traditional edible links that they have in Mexico. So one of one of those is chapulines that is kind of similar to uh, you have just described so it's crickets and you get it i don't know if in in a cone but you get it as and you eat them as popcorns yeah exactly they are just adding different flavors to them so they are adding more chili and lime and this kind of stuff yeah exactly it's um I suppose why not? Um, and and so the the cracker the crackers that you have um, they're not they're not just pure they're not pure cricket powder. Yeah, no, no, not at all. Yeah, because actually it's not possible to do a cracker just one hundred percent cricket powder, and it would be extremely high in protein. So this is something we don't want. Also, so the crackers I will show you. So you can have a better idea. It's like yep. this one. Okay. So, so they, it's just they look uh, they look like whole grain crackers, pretty much same color and they're brown. They yeah. sound like a cracker. Wow, you just ate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are very good. So <laughs> eating every day. And what uh what flavor is that one that you you have? So this one I had uh, is the one is my spicy. So it's like this one, the orange one okay. that you can see is ginger also and ginger and chili. So as I was saying, um, we use it, um, between 15 and 17% of cricket powder. Okay. So, so the main ingredient is still wheat flour. So we have wheat flour, cricket powder, and then we use extra virgin olive oil and salt this is the base mm -hmm. and lean seeds and then we do different flavors so we go from the mild spicy one i'm having right now so it's with ginger and chili to an extra crunchy one that is with three different seeds okay and to a more traditional 
one that is tomato oregano and another one is onion and nigella seeds mm. so uh you there are many many reasons we are using uh, this amount of cricket powder so between 15 and 17 one is because it's not that easy to to work the dough if you have a lot of cricket powder i see it's not just it's not easy sometimes it's not impo- it's not it's not even possible so if you want to do a crunchy crackers you have to balance that right and also for uh, we want to have a nutritionally balanced product mm-hmm. so it's not just about protein we want the product to be high in protein that is very important so uh, our crackers are all all have more than 22 percent of protein Mm-hmm. And this is point, but we don't want them to be just just protein. And also on the taste. So if you are not used to have cracked with thought, it could have been easier to have a subtle taste. Right. That is like nutty tasting. Okay, uh, so crickets taste like nuts? Yeah, but it really depends how you have them. So it's more on the powder. I see. It's more on the powder and if you bake the powder. So in that case, the aromas is popping out. But like the one you had that were roasted or maybe fried, I guess they were not tasting that much as nuts. Yeah, I, I, I didn't try it, so I, I don't know. I haven't... Um... Ah, you didn't? Uh, no, no. I wasn't, ah, okay. I wasn't brave enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I made you more brave then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, so the so part of the reason why you're, you're doing the fifteen percent is in order to so that the flavor isn't too strong and it kind of blends in with the other flavors of of the wheat, the olive oil, and ultimately the flavors of the of the actual cracker itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we have been also doing a lot of testing with many, many people just on that, going from the 10% to, let's say, 30%. So it's a balance. You always have to do uh, to, to understand uh, what you want to achieve. But like for us, it's uh, about the nutrients, about the, the taste, and about the crunchiness as well. We want something... Uh, it's very tasty. So when you first have, uh, you say you you can only say it's very good cracker, and this is a very important point because right. in in that way people eating edible insect maybe for the first time and being uh, not sure they want to have it more in in their life they say aha, wow, it's not bad or actually it's very good. And from uh, you, we kind of talked already about the uh, the protein and the B twelve, et cetera. Just going back to the health benefits um, and, and and the safety, I suppose you, you mentioned it's very high high quality. Um, as we've been talking about, you know, crickets and edible insects it isn't really something that is commonly eaten at all in Western culture, and so I imagine that that's a concern for many people. Is you know, is this actually safe to eat? Uh, so can you tell us a little bit, or can you tell me a little bit more about, um, you know, the, the quality standards and why it, it is safe to eat? Yeah. So, um, the main point is that you have to consider them as food and ever as any kind of food 
you have a specific uh, regulation on that and you have uh, to keep everything uh, just safe for the people. Yeah. So it's not like you are doing your own way. No, there are specific uh, procedures that you have to follow strictly and you can only do that way. So it, this is just another type of farming animals. So it's exactly like farming. It's not exactly like, but it's similar to farming uh, cows, farming any kind of, of, of other animals. So this is the main point. So people don't really have to be concerned because they actually usually don't know about uh, for all the rest of food what is happening. That's true. And, yeah. uh, no, this is just the, the first point. And after that, uh, uh, also on this, it really depends on uh, the, the, the high quality certification that you would like to reach, but like the one uh, our cricket powder producer have is BRC. So in, for people, for the food sector, they all know that BRC is like the uh, top level uh, certification. Uh, and the point is just that it's for human consumption. So uh, everything is done keeping in mind that, that is for human consumption. So how you farm the cricket and the crickets are farmed. So they are completely controlled. So, you know, everything is happening. So, you know, what is the feed for them? What is the condition they are living in? Uh, how many of them uh, the population is made? So, you know, everything. So everything is just controlled. And another point, another something people usually don't know, is also that uh, they being insect, being uh, invertebrates, they have just a completely different DNA than uh, our DNA. So also, uh, it's not possible that we uh, get any kind of disease from them. I see. So this is uh, also something is very important, especially uh, right now. That's uh, yeah, especially right now. Yeah. <laughs> but also right now, I mean, we don't know exactly exactly how it happens, but it's sure that it's from a mammals. And if you think about all the different diseases we, we usually get from the animals, it's from mammals. So mm -hmm. this is another important point. This is something is. Uh, I'm not saying myself, but it's something uh, FAO is saying. So if you if you just go like to our website, that we have uh, the precise statement of FAO mentioning that there is no records of any disease is caused by mm, uh, by insects this way. So this is another point. Yeah, uh, so I, I don't know if you know that that's uh, that's it's all very interesting. I mean, I think that's good points. I think the as you said, the point is that it's farmed for food, yeah, uh, for human consumption, and um, and that's that's the important thing to remember because ultimately, I mean, it, it's very true. I think that's one of the challenges of the food industry right now uh, for a lot of people is that it's very um, uh, it's very difficult to actually know what happens. A lot of it's very private and, and behind closed doors. 
Um, and that, that point you made about people don't know where their food comes from or how it's made. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I, I always want people to guess and to understand more about where the, the food is coming from. But at the same time, this is something you have to do with all the other kind of food. Because it's not making sense if you are just concerned on, on one and you don't know anything about all the others. So, I mean, in this case, of course, we, we, we all have and the sector uh, to improve on anything like there, there, is, there are always rooms for improvement but at the same time there are agencies that are, are giving you the, the the confirmation that that food you are having is is healthy so this is the main point but it's for food it's not for a specific food yeah that that makes sense. Um, I'm I'm just curious to go back slightly to the um to the sustainability aspect, it, because animal agriculture and, and we were comparing a bit on this animal agriculture. There is a lot of um, negative environmental uh, externalities. So we talked about how beef, for example, uses a lot of water, and of course the land. We haven't really mentioned the emissions because if we look at the amount of carbon emissions that are produced globally, um, or you know, the greenhouse gases specifically, there's a lot of it is related to animal agriculture. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially cows. So how does, um, how does, where do crickets stand and insects in general stand against animal agriculture as far as greenhouse gas? Yeah. So this is about another very important point. And usually, so the, um, the more mm, on average, uh, all the reports, they say uh, that you can consider insect protein is emitting 99% less greenhouse gases than uh, than like cows. Wow. And so the greenhouse gases actually is not just one, so it's a compound of different, but let's say for methane, mm-hmm. uh, that we all know that is uh, a big problem on for cattle. So that they are emitting a lot. Mm, you can imagine at the same time that crickets are, are not emitting at, as much as, as cattle are doing, uh, just because they are completely different animals. They are not barping there. <laughs> and there's some no, of, Yeah. Um, yeah, so so this is this is uh, the main point that is just they are ninety nine percent less. Uh, they have um, just a, a very lower footprints in terms of uh, greenhouse gas emissions. Uh, I was reading about a new study that they are trying to understand how to stop uh, cows from emitting all uh, all these. Uh, missing and the study was about garlic so to give them okay. a lot of garlic that is actually is is, is getting their digestion doing better so this is a way uh, there is a new study but I, ha- I have to say that I don't know uh, the main point it would be just to reduce the consumption we have and to reducing it, you you also need some 
alternatives and mm -hmm. of course it could be on some vegetables so that is something we are always pricing so and to have more vegetables in in our diet that is very important but just uh, like the baggy um, protein that's are not exactly the same of uh, animal protein and you cannot it would be better to have more more option than less option mm -hmm. for us and so the your cricket crackers you see that as a um an alternative to something like beef yeah i mean it's not just you t instead of having uh, it instead of having a, a hamburger you you would go for crackers of course because it's just uh, something different mm -hmm. it's just you 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 should have a little consciousness of how is your diet so in a day in a week instead of having some kind of other more um, stressful for the health um, protein source, so you can have a cricket crackers and you know you're getting 20 grams of protein, of complete protein. So this is the point, but still they are several snacks, so it's, it's not uh, just put, throwing away your hamburger and having some crackers for lunch. You know, <laughs> it's not that way, but... You, you just have to be a little conscious of your daily intake, right. but that's it because you can go twice as Italian, I would say for pasta, pasta with tomato sauce, it would be great, just go twice a day. No, I'm joking, but the idea for us, yeah, is, is, is to reduce the other kind of animal-based food that we have and meat is meat and like, uh, beef is the first one that we would love to see mm -hmm. people being reducing and instead of that you can also have some insect protein exactly. and I mean this is something I'm doing so I'm like uh, what is called a meat uh, reducers so I'm still eating uh, like meat of fish, but just I, I try to keep it like no more than once per week. Okay. But like uh, Eduardo instead, he's a he's vegetarian, so he's not eating meat. It's like uh, seven, eight years uh, he has not been been eating meat, and but he's eating uh, insect protein. So it really depends on you. I mean, there are a lot of different ways to see that vegetarians are not just uh, that persona is more than one, and is uh, you can see that in different ways. It's not it's not just possible to to say is, is that uh, feeding with a vegetarian diet. It really depends on you and your choices. Mm -hmm. Yeah, makes sense. I think um, I think that's an appropriate, an important thing to to keep in mind it's all part of a balanced diet and um yeah, you're able to to supplement some of the things that you might be removing with an alternative uh, are, are you going to be doing anything else uh in the future aside from savory snacks will you be looking at other types of products or is there anything in the in the future pipeline or roadmap yeah, actually, we are working uh, just in, in, in these days. And so we have almost finished and we will launch in the next month. So we have a, a new uh, range, but it's still several snacks. Okay. So it's just a bite size. So we, we, we want to 
for for the next uh, for the next uh, at least one year we want just to keep focus on several snacks and so right now we have the cricket crackers we will have this next one in the next month but this is our main point so we see this as the gateway for people to to start considering uh, insect as food so this is our uh, main point. So this is, this is going to be the next product. Another product in the future we would like to uh, to make is also uh, the cricket pasta. So, so because actually we did it um, many times. Uh, we were organizing also a lot of events and we have a chef cooking for people. And it, it's, not, it's not that difficult to do. Uh, and it's very good. That is very, very good and it's very tasty. Of course, mm-hmm. it really depends on which, which kind of pasta you are doing. So uh, it depends also on all the other ingredients and how you are making it. But this is also something we are very interested in uh, in in making in the future. So where where can people buy uh Cricket crackers. Where can for anyone who's interested in trying it out or in switching to a more sustainable option, where where can people go to to learn about it and to actually buy it and taste it? Yeah, so um, uh, we are selling online and we are selling on our website uh, and we are selling uh, throughout Europe. So actually, we are just sending in any country of Europe you are living in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just our website that is cricketfood.com. So it's our name, cricket plus food.com. It's very easy. Or uh, you can also go to Amazon. So we are on Amazon okay. and we are selling on Amazon. So if you are a prime uh, customer, so it's, it's just taking a, a few days. So I would say also these are the, the best option at the very moment because it's way better to just buy online I, I i won't mention other kind of retailers because at the moment of course it's better to to stay home and yeah. to try this kind of food from from being delivered so this is the two the two main option excellent well francesco thank you very much for your time uh i'm I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it. Uh, and I definitely want to let you know uh, what I think, because I think it's, I think, like you said, it's a really great way to get started in, in eating something that's um, different. And yet at the same time, something that is done by a large chunk of the population around the world. So I'm looking forward to, to giving it a try. And, and uh, thank you very much for your time and for, for going through Uh, what you and the team at Cricket Food are doing. Thanks. It has been a big pleasure for me being here. So thank you, Daniel. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, give us a five-star rating. And also, please subscribe, whether on your podcast app or on YouTube. And that way you can be the first to know about new episodes. Thank you very much and talk to you soon.